Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. This is part three of 10 Secrets, How to Stop, Worry, and Doubt. And man, Julie, did we pick the perfect topic considering (laughs) the fact of what's going on over in uh, the Eastern uh, European countries. It's really kind of shockingly good timing. Yes, that inflation, you know, all the drama, all the normal stuff, plus, you know, a little war in Europe. Yeah, exactly. A little war in Europe. Uh, On a brighter note, I am paying attention to... Because um, we have to keep this practical and tactical Indeed. after all. Interest rates are going down. I know. That's fantastic news. And inventory is starting to inch up. Exactly. So the exact, that is the exact scenario that you, well, minus the war in Europe. That's the exact scenario you want to have going into the spring market. So Using it, one of our points from yesterday, what are you grateful for? Those are two things we can all be grateful for. And a point from yesterday as well, mm-hmm. which when that's the essence of it was it's too soon to tell. Indeed. You know, so don't get too mired in the disappointments and don't over-celebrate the wins because it's too soon to tell. Things change so quickly nowadays. Just stay the course and yes. realize that you're on a long-term mission. You know, you and I, actually, I'm looking at point number eight. Where we're about to roll in here. Uh, you and I were talking this morning about one of the, you know, as we were researching this topic, the different concepts of the usage of time. Mm-hmm. And as we were walking to the gym this morning, and yeah. it is kind of fascinating when you do put things in context of everything having a cost, and the cost isn't in the literal dollars and cents, uh, you know, cents. It's in the uh, time cost sense. In other words, by listening to this podcast, it's costing you your time that you don't get back. By doing whatever you're going to do after this and doing whatever you're going to do, you know, later today, those are things that are going to be have a, a cost associated with them, but not in the literal sense. The cost is actually much more visceral because the cost is your time, the amount of time you have to live. So it's fascinating, really, when you really drill down on a lot of the stoic principles of life. That, I think, is one of the strongest, um, you know, that's one of the strongest things you can do to positively affect your mindset when you find yourself wasting time, when you find yourself being too, too pulled into the concept of everything should be easier than it actually is. You're starting to then realize that the actual work of real estate and doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level in alignment with being a service to other people, right? That's going to be your North Star. When you're following that path, you actually spend less time doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level because you're able to compact a lot of your work uh, that you would normally be taking months to do. Mm-hmm. You can actually accomplish it in weeks because of the fact that you're using your time so much more focused on the activities that are actually going to result and you helping people and getting paid. Does all that That's, make sense? I, I love that concept. And there's been a lot of great books written on this. Uh, and, I, I, you know, with coaching clients, we kind of talk about having a time warp, that they're, you're really blessed in real estate, that nobody is saying that you have to work 40 hours or you suck. You know, this is a 40-hour work week, and you're going to clock in, you're going to punch in, you're going to punch out. No. some of, I mean, some of our most efficient, most profitable coaching clients have figured out that they can do that compression of dollar productive activity, especially in the beginning of the day when you have your most energy, you're really focused, haven't had anything weird happen to you yet, hopefully, and you've got appointments in the afternoon, they can compress all of the important stuff into a certain chunk of time. Now, everybody's a little bit different. Some of them that are highly skilled 
can be on the phone for an hour, do some lead follow-up, do some proactive lead generation, set a new appointment, and be on their way. Now, if you're just learning, it might take you two or three hours, but it's going to take you less time than if you're screwing around doing things, to your point, that eat the life out of your time that you're not going to get back. Yeah, so that, I, how do I express that? We, we were trying to figure out how to express yeah. this on our walk, right? Mm-hmm. If you actually spend two or three hours intensely working every day, doing what you're supposed to do, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, the important stuff. If you do that for two or three hours every single day, you actually will find yourself with more time to do other things because the time uh, that you otherwise would have been spending doing all the time-wasting things, hoping that they'll get you some kind of result, you don't do them anymore. Now, here, let me put it in a more simplistic way as I'm working through this in my mind. If you wake up in the morning, if you follow a schedule, if you you know essentially follow what we've prescribed to you in our coaching program and you get the real work done by, let's say, 11 a.m., that means that you have compacted into a few hours every single day. What some agents, in one day, you will have done more actual work than what most agents will do in the entire week. This now, is very true. Now, if you do that every single yeah. day, start out by doing it one day a week, then three days a week, then five days a week. And then what happens is you will be able to move past your, uh, essentially, I, some of you guys don't like this word, but it is what it is. You'll move, you'll blow past your competitors because you're outworking them. Look, it, you if you, this is the funny, there's a couple things that if you can just, um, I think, do this, you will find a lot of things are much easier for you. Have energy and enthusiasm for what you do and outwork your competitors. You don't even have to be the youngest, the oldest, the smartest, the most skilled. If you have energy and enthusiasm um, and you out your, outwork your competitors and not, by outworking, it's not just pure time that you put in. It's what you're doing with that time. Mm-hmm. You will win every single time. You might say outsmart in a sense because of the way you're spending your time is smarter and more productive. I don't think it takes that much intelligence to follow up. No, but what I'm saying is like in terms of how you engineer your day, you're smarter about what you're doing. I don't think it takes that much intelligence to follow our coaching program. No. It's very simple, right? It's true. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we have people that are at the same time learning our coaching. They're also learning to speak English. They're also you know, going through any number of things. They just relocated. You can do it. None of this is difficult. And one of the things that I love about the Stoics, this series, this podcast series that we're doing, is that they have that sense of simplicity as well. What you were talking about with compressing your time into uh, things that matter, you know, they, and and to do that repetitively, once you learn to do it, it's not just doing it once a week. That's not going to get you anywhere. It's doing it, you know, three days a week, then five days a week and seeing your results and getting better and honing your skills. Well, that was a point from yesterday, the accumulation effect, or maybe the day before that, is that your work accumulates, your results accumulate. So you can really turn that around and use it to your advantage. I think that's, you know, really critical that you are sensitive to your time. So 10 secrets how to stop worry and doubt. Point number eight, Julie. Point number eight, go for a walk. We were just talking about our walk. Do it every day. Be outside. This is a stoic point from Nietzsche. Nietzsche said, only ideas you have when walking have any worth. Exercise your body and your mind. Gratitude and appreciation will wash over you. There is something that happens when you're outside, outside of your office, outside of your car, your environment, when you're literally outside, Zoe would say, in nature. But go on a walk. I I know that uh, both Emerson and Thoreau, you know, um, they were big fans of that, and a lot of their works were based on thoughts and ideas that they had during their walks. Well, because this goes back to a fundamental principle that you and I always talk about in our books and our Mm -hmm. coaching is that working on your mindset, generally speaking, is a massive waste of time. Mm-hmm. Work sitting around reading, writing, journaling, sitting around. I mean, those things have value, 
But those things without actual action, without actually putting yourself not so what a lot of you will do is you'll spend too much time getting ready to get started, making your plan, plotting your plan, figuring or, out what's wrong with you, organizing your office, right, thinking about why you think the way you think all this time. That's not real work. No, that, that is not productive work. That that's not even exactly. It's not productive work. You're not putting yourself in a position to help people and make money. So if you focus on well, what am I doing today, right now to help people? What are you doing right now, today, later today, earlier today? What did you do to actually help people? What did you do to help somebody actually do a real estate transaction? Did you actually directly have a con or conversation with a decision-making adult about buying or selling real estate? You probably didn't. You probably did a lot of other things that were essentially avoiding the real work of real estate. True. Well, here's the thing. You will learn more. You will improve your mindset faster. You will become a better person quicker if you actually do the work while you're trying to work on your mindset. If you don't like your mindset, if you don't like your skill set, get in front of sellers immediately because that's going to put you in a position where you will magically, almost without thinking about it, well, mostly not without thinking about it because you're going to feel the pressure of not screwing up, you will not. You will master our scripts just like that snap of the fingers. Whereas a lot of you will, ah, we can't, I don't want to do any real work. I have to have a role play partner. I need an accountability partner. I have to memorize the script. I have to memorize the script. I need to practice them before I make a phone call. Make the phone call, even though you're not good at it yet, and the experience of doing it will actually make you better at it. Role play with the seller. They don't know any better. <laughs> That's right. They do not have a copy of the script. And by the way, chances are you amateurishly, uh, you know, contacting a seller using our scripts, again, amateurishly, are still probably a thousand times better than everyone else that's uh, contacting them. And yes. for the most part, agents have lost their backbone and do not even know how to have direct conversations any longer. Assuming they even try to. Exactly. So at best, they're Facebooking them and sending them letters. Mm -hmm. So if you're making a call to somebody, even if it's not perfect, do not worry about it. Make the call anyway, and you will be you'll be absolutely shocked by how fast you can uh, put yourself in a position to help people and make money. And you know what's interesting about that? When you lead with the activity that is centered around profitability, everything you just rattled off, your mindset after doing that is completely different than somebody who keeps who gives more credit to their mindset up front without doing the actual work. Right. The thoughts change as a result of the activity. You gain confidence, you gain skill, you know things that you didn't know before you picked up the phone. Now, point number nine is keep a journal, but I'm going to add a little bit to this after Julie reads the point to make it a little bit more practical. But go ahead, Julie, with point yes, number nine. Yes, so point number nine, keep a journal. Don't overthink it. Just get started. Do it every day. There are gratitude journals, daily one-line journals, or just pick up a blank book and start writing. A planner is for appointments. That's different. And accountability. A journal is for your thoughts, feelings, observations, and emotions. And I would say... The journaling is in support of the work you do. It is not the work itself. Exactly. And the point is not to basically write this long-form autobiography about all your thoughts and emotions. The whole point of keeping a journal is not to try to Dr. Phil yourself. It's just to write down what you're thinking and you're feeling because it does give you an opportunity to remove those things from your mind. And when you write them down on a piece of paper, it's almost like you're relieving yourself of the burden of having some of the thoughts. Now, a more practical thing to do, or in addition to this, one of the things we'll suggest you do is actually do a daily brain dump. And that's where you write down everything that's in your mind on a yellow piece of paper. You, you know, I've done it personally both ways and had coaching clients over the years do it both ways where they email themselves a brain dump and write it down. Writing it down because it's intermixing, obviously, your hand holding a pen, writing it down on a piece of paper, your mind and your eyes, everything. It's more interactive. It's more cathartic. It feels better to write down 
all the things that are in your head. So if you find yourself overwhelmed with stress and you just cannot find your hard reset button to release yourself from that, write everything down. And you can start by just doing a massive brain dump. Write down everything that's in your head, business and personal, and don't stop writing until you cannot have another yep. thought. And, and get when, in the habit of it. And when more thoughts, well, you do it the first time and it's essentially like a big uh, exhale because you'll mm -hmm. realize all the garbage that was floating around in your head. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll kind of laugh at yourself if you've you know really been honest with yourself about what was in your head. So you write all of it down, you look at it, you realize you know maybe it's a few pages, right? You look at it, then you realize how little of those things that were in your head occupying your time occupying your ability to be present because you were thinking about them, how few of those things were actually even mattered. And that's kind of funny in a way because you can kind of, again, you're looking at yourself and you're sort of realizing that maybe you can be allocating your time and your energy at a higher level. So then you just release yourself of those activities. And then even if you write down 50 things or 500 things, you'll find out that maybe 10% and then 5% and then 1% of those things actually matter. And then you go into another uh, you know, filtering process called do it, delegate it, or ditch it, where you decide which of those things you're personally going to have to do, which of those things you can delegate to somebody else, and which of those things shouldn't have been on your list in the first place. That's that, right. It's very cathartic. Isn't it, it is. And you do that every single day. And then that's another form of journaling because the things you wrote down were the things that were occupying your you know, cerebral potential, basically. Yes. And you're right that there is something, I forget what I read about it, but there is something specific about using your own handwriting coming from your brain. It's more... You know, like when you learn a skill, actually our trainer was talking about this, when you learn a new physical skill that requires mental concentration, you're not just getting the muscles going, you're getting your brain going. And that happens when you do this brain dump by not just typing, but writing yeah, it out. Yeah, he gave us a, I don't know how to describe this, but this was a uh, embarrassing experience, I have to say. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, he gave, us a he gave us a kettlebell and I don't know how to describe it other than you're supposed to, and it's, it was a 20 pound, 25? 20 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're supposed to take this kettlebell, not really fast, but you're sw supposed to swing it behind you about where your butt crack is then, yep. and, and hand it off. Switch hands. Hand, and then switch hands without actually seeing the kettlebell, right? Continuously. Unless, unless you have eyes on your back, right? right. But then you're supposed to do that in a, in a constant circle. So if you're right-handed like Julie and I are, you'll have an easy time swinging it to the right and passing it off to your left hand. Is that right? These, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And passing off to your left hand behind you. Now, do it the opposite direction. Do it with your left hand, passing it off to your right. I, I couldn't do it. I had it's to actually, so weird. I had to stop and concentrate and said, yeah. hold on, I, what, why can't I easily do this? Like uh -huh. I was doing it the opposite. And it's fascinating. And I remember that we had someone on the podcast, this was ages ago, and she was, um, well, long story short, she was explaining how our brains lose elasticity as we get older. Mm -hmm. And uh, mine was clearly stuck in the mud as he demonstrated with that <laughs> kettlebell exercise. But, you know, she said, well, next time you're in the pool, notice how you you oh, yeah. let you tread water and your legs will always go in the same direction, right? Think about this in your head, uh, listeners. So you're going to start kicking your legs, you're treading water. Now do it the opposite direction. <laughs> like you have to stop. Without drowning, hopefully. Right, without yeah. sinking to the bottom. You have to stop and think about how to actually make your legs move in the opposite direction. It's very weird. And then over a, uh, after time, it actually gets a little bit easier. But what happens is... After you've done it, and this is the weird part, and I hope you guys all will experience this and take this stuff seriously. When you start realizing that, A, you are losing elasticity in your, in your brain, your brain is kind of forming to one specific pattern of behavior in every aspect of your life. And it does that, obviously, because it creates shortcuts to getting things done. But when you go and start forcing your physical body, remember the last point, to actually start doing things the opposite of the way they've always been done inside, you know, the way you've always been doing things, you not only will 
obviously create more uh, elasticity in your brain and your physicality, but you start to feel a little bit more awake. I don't know how else to describe it other yeah, than that. Yeah, you're, you're awake. You're literally awakening stuff that hasn't fired off in a while. You can, fur- you can feel the neural pathways. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a goofy real estate coach. Mm-hmm. But you can feel the neural pathways almost waking up. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're given this exercise that looks like it ought to be easy, right? Um, and in fact, a lot of the lumosity exercises are based on switching things around in your brain and solving the same uh, equation multiple different ways. So all of this is related at the end of the day. It but all it comes is, back to being present. But it is fascinating, too, because you wonder, like, nowadays when people are so dug in, so this is my opinion, oh, this is yes. always be my opinion, you wonder if a good hour a day with luminosity would actually improve their <laughs> life dramatically. Well, I'm absolutely. sure it would. Yeah. It absolutely does. So that's something for you guys to work on. Point number 10 uh, this again from the Stoics, quote, grab the right handle. And I had never read this analogy before, so this is kind of interesting. Epictetus, hopefully I'm saying that right, who was born as a slave in Rome, one of our Stoics, said that you have a choice. You can either grab the handle that will bear weight or the handle that won't bear weight. Choose the right handle. Choose the opportunity for growth versus deciding to be the victim. And I think that's an interesting way to put a spin on having choice when you're in conflict, where you're dealing with something what are you reaching for? Are you reaching for something that's going to help you? Or are you reaching for a handle that's going to fail you? Yeah, I think it's fascinating. And that's actually a good uh, tip for a uh, coaching uh, commercial, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> so if you guys are ready to go to the next level Back in your you. real estate careers, exactly. Uh, do consider becoming a Premier Coaching member. Just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. And you guys can become one of our Premier Coaching members for around $100 a month, choosing depending on which path you choose. And that will entitle you to a daily semi-private coaching call all of our scripts, all of our objection handlers, all of our presentations, all of our pre-listing pack, well, a pre-listing pack, there's only one. Um, everything about scaling up your business, about how to form a team, marketing, lead generation, every single thing we talk about on this podcast, you get as a Premier Coaching member. And all you've got to do is text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Remember, message and data rates may apply. And don't forget your daily Facebook Live with actual live active coaches who are there to answer your questions, support you with your victories and your challenges every single weekday that happens. All right. So Julie and I are going to end today's podcast, and Julie, you're going to have to read this, okay. with a, a last part of a one, two, three, four, four passage poem by Rudyard Kipling. Right. And this last, po- I heard this the other day. I've heard this before when I was in college, and I should have remembered it, but I think this is actually quite beautiful, but it's a great way to round the bend on our series about being in control of your mindset, being in control of your outcome, and becoming the best version of yourself as a human, but also as a real estate professional. That's right. And if you want to read the whole poem, it's called If by Rudyard Kipling. And I think maybe we'll post this on some of the notes somewhere. It's going to be posted on all okay. of the notes, actually. Very good. Yeah. So this is just the last part. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And which is more, you'll be a man, my son. So I think the, and the, the rest of it is also great great stuff so make sure you guys this is a good thing to maybe print out and post in your office somewhere yeah well at the end of the day guys you are spending you are right now spending what essentially is your currency of your life on everything that you're doing and if you've got to be responsible for that time because you don't get it back 
You know that, right? You should know that. That should be, you know, element one of your core uh, you know, operating system that you will not get time back. So if you're in it right now contemplating spending a lot of time doing things that will not move you towards your highest and truest purpose on this planet, which is being of service to other people, and by the way, earning what you have a right to earn in terms of, uh, you know, becoming rich, right? Rich is where your money works for you. You no longer have to work for your money. When you're rich and that money is working for you, you are on your way to achieving the life goal of everyone if they really were to drill down on it, which is freedom. Being free of worrying about money is something, a gift that all of us should give to ourselves in this lifetime. Because on the other side of not having to worry about money anymore, you can all of a sudden start exploring all different aspects of life that people who are beholden to having to earn money every single day never will even grasp that it was an option for them. All of us are born into this life with the same basic uh, opportunities. And it's fascinating to me, even with, you know, some people will have you know, obviously higher IQs. They'll be better looking, taller, smarter. They'll, some of them are born on third base. It does not really matter. At the end of the day, what gets you to where you want to go in life is, and some people say, well, you have to have a big why or you have to have a big motivation. What's your, you know, whatever it is. Well, if you read and study and, you know, even all these ancient philosophies, what you'll discover, what people want more than anything else is freedom. Freedom of wor freedom from worry, freedom from tyranny, freedom from, you know, really the normal, the things that all of us have normalized and just accepted. What if you can wake up in the morning and you can have a, a complete and total sense of autonomy and freedom to think what you want to think, do what you want to do, be with the people you want to be with, live where you want to live, vote who you want to vote for, not just who you feel pressured to vote for. Everything in your life is within your control. You become a better person. You can all of a sudden start creating things that are miraculous that maybe even your present mental state or emotional state you can't even imagine you're capable of. But you are capable of extraordinary things. That's how God made you. So your number one mission, and this is the reason if you really cut to it, that you got a real estate license, was so that you can be free. And now some of you got have, have gotten sidetracked and you're, you know, leaning into the ego stuff and you're wanting to be influencers and you've found your dreams and your hopes and your ambitions have been co-opted by other people. Pull that back. Get back in control of that and be back in alignment with being free. That is really, truly what you're going to be most thankful for, you know, for the rest of your life. And you're also going to set, set the path forward for other people that you know, love and trust for they can, they can follow you as well. Your family, your friends, your neighbors, your, you know, fellow practitioners, everyone's going to be able to follow you because you will have achieved something that everyone truly wants that, you know, look, people think they want tchotchkes and all that and all that stuff's great. They want stuff and all that's great. They want, you know, respect and all that's great. They want to be recognized and they want all of the influence and all that. But really at the end of the day, none of it means anything unless you're free. That's what the gift is that real estate, you have that gift as real estate to create as much financial freedom as you choose to allow yourself, but it's always going to come back to being in alignment with your highest and truest purpose in this planet, which is being of service to other people. And then once you've realized that is your highest and truest purpose on this planet, then you sure as heck better learn how to be of service to other people on this planet. And it's not making TikTok videos and you know it. So stop doing this silly stuff and get to work. We'd love to help you on your journey. 
We'd love it if you guys would consider becoming Premier Coaching students. Please do text Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Remember, message and data rates may apply. You guys have a fantastic day. And thank you for appreciating this podcast. The reviews we've been getting on iTunes and whatnot is great. We really love it, frankly, when you guys reinforce Julie and I talking about things other than real estate. It's a kind of a nice break for us. And uh, thank you for giving us five-star reviews on iTunes. And thank you for subscribing and liking us on um, you know, YouTube and the rest of it. Please do, if you've not yet, do give us a five-star review on iTunes or on Stitcher or whatever you're, you know, we're on Spotify or everywhere. This is the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate practitioners. We always sincerely appreciate the love and the support we get from all of you guys. It means a lot to us because it tells us that we're on track. You know, Julie and I think we are sometimes, but sometimes we can get a little off track. It's entirely possible. You know, we talk to, we have thousands of coaching clients all over the country. We have millions of listeners all over the world. You know, we've sold, I don't even know how many books so far, and we hear from all of you. But sometimes we will get lost in the noise. And if you guys are going to, you know, if you want to give us a suggestion for the show, if you think we need course correction, I don't care if you're a new agent or a grizzled veteran agent, we listen to what you guys say. It matters to us. You can always text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. That is my real cell phone number. Don't call, do text. Um, and then, yeah, give us some show suggestions. We certainly appreciate it. But in the meantime, for those of you who are ready to go to the next level, and most of you are, text the word PREMIER to 47372. Remember, message and data rates may apply. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>